Hey, New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back to the Protect the Nest podcast, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. We coming to you right here. It's Thanksgiving Eve. Get your turkey stuffing ready. Get your macaroni and cheese. However you want to get your table set, get ready to set it because tomorrow we're going to eat. But tonight, we got to play against the Washington Wizards. The Pels coming in a 3-15, but they, they still show him fight. Willie Green, you got to hand it to him. He's holding his team together and doing the best he can. But when you got to start Garrett Temple and Thomas Sadoransky, Josh Hart, Yana, you really ain't got much to go with. So instead of looking at how the season's going on that end, we're, we're halfway through David Griffin's tenure. And you're already starting to hear, I've seen other Pelicans podcasts on Twitter and social media say, can we get a chant going about getting rid of the front office? Can we do uh, just certain things like that that... It really is toxic in nature. It's not really going to help a team on the court. If you're getting them free tickets and going to the arena, you at least want to bring a positive attitude, get a positive environment going in there for the, for the Pelicans. When that Hey, they had that atmosphere. They come out with that win, baby. They beat them Clippers. And I think that's what the team is aiming for, even if it doesn't somehow miss the mark, uh, uh, hit the mark sometimes. But but you got to give them some credit. This team's fighting. These players are still wanting to get out there and compete every night. That's part of Willie Green, but... Uh, hell, that's a, that's a big part of Willie Green. And that's what's going to help for this podcast when we go through and look at a David Griffin halfway through performance review. You know, every job has a review. You come along. Again, he got hired April 17, 2019. It's now November 24th. He's had two and a half years to really build this team up. And you can go through the draft. We can look at Zion, Nikhil, Jackson, Didi. Uh, Zion's been hurt. Can't really judge him. Great generational talent when he can get on the court, but he's never on the court, it seems like. Nikhil, he, he, he might have topped out as maybe a 6th, 7th, 8th man. He's going to come off the bench. I mean, even tonight, he's going to be coming off the bench, or he did last night. Some of that is so we keep a scoring punch coming off of the bench. Some of that is because Nikhil is showing like he, he had started minutes and his shot wasn't there. He didn't come out this season like firing on all cylinders. And, and hell, Willie Green yanked him within 20 seconds the other night and he come back Nikhil had a bounce back game but that just shows you Willie Green I, I won't say he's losing his patience but he's having a short leash with him he's really gonna have some tough love for Nikhil because he really needs Nikhil to be a contributor to this team if they got any chance of staying afloat and treading water before Zion comes back to make a playoff push beyond that looking at that first draft Jackson Hayes has regressed I don't know if he's ever really gonna make it out here DD suspended because of uh, performance enhancing drugs Kyra, Kyra's shot, if it's hitting and he's really attacking, it helps the rest of his game. If he's not, the rest of his game suffers. And Kyra's really suffered just because of the time he come into the league and he didn't get that first summer league. He didn't get the right developmental time. Didn't get the, the off-court, off-season work in in a way that you can't really do in college. You just get more professional trainers, more time to spend in the gym, get in the lab. And then this year you got Trey Murphy and Herb Jones. Trey is kind of he's not showing the shine that he had in summer league where Herb Jones has already played himself into one of the top 10 rookies of the season. He'll be on an all defensive team soon. He may hit the all rookie team this year. And I, for one would be voting for him if, if, if I was still in a position to have a vote and that's breaking down the draft real quick. We're going to do this position by position. We'll get to that. Y'all stick with me. But looking at trades, we got BI. We still got Josh. Lonzo from that first trade of AD, he's gone for Temple Sadoransky some picks. I, 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 you got to say, Grip, you lost that, that trade. 
You might have won the AD trade, dependent, but AD got his ring. The Lakers got a ring. They got justification for that. You got to see how Brandon Ingram bounces back from this injury, how Josh Hart continues to develop as a leader, which he's done this season. I think everybody has been won over. They're no longer worried about that contract nonsense. They're no longer worried about the non-guaranteed because the way Josh is playing, somebody's going to guarantee him that money. Josh got his money. Anybody trying to play around saying he's going to get waived and miss out on $26 million, y'all ridiculous. Then you got the Drew trade, which brought back like Bledsoe Adams. That led to some extensions. Flip all that, you wind up with Giannis Valanciunas, Devontae Graham. It's kind of a wash. It's kind of a wash. Then you look at free agencies. You got to still put free agent or contract extensions in there, I believe, because Giannis didn't have to sign a contract extension if he didn't believe in New Orleans. By getting him to sign an extension, you're getting him to sign as a free agent just a year early before he officially hits that free agent market and is taking it on from other teams. Same for Devontae Graham. The way Josh's contract set up, he could probably get an extension, tear it up after this year, and get something brand new. So that's great for both him and the team. He'll get paid more, and the team can get some more long-term security. But also play with the salary cap a little bit in the same way the Saints do and bring a little bit of extra talent in. we got to keep bringing talent in if we want to build this team up in that sustainable championship culture that Griffin always talked about. And again, free agency, you you got to say, be out. He didn't have to. He could have went out and found an offer sheet somewhere if he really wanted out. It would cost him less money in some years, but he'd have been an uh, unrestricted free agent sooner. And then it, at the low end of the roster, you got Najee, who's really regressed this year. But if this is Griff's review, you got to look at the, the roster he inherited and do a position-by-position position progress breakdown under David Griffith's front office. you got to start with coaching. And if the, the higher-ups, the, the, the presidents, the, the David Lauskas, Dennis Lauskas, the Hales, Jen, everybody that's above him, up to Miss Benson, come in and talk to him about coaching, Griff could say, well, you made me keep Griffin or uh, Gentry that first year that that kind of put me in a bond both with the coaching profession market because look griffin went out and tried to get jock vaughn he tried to get tyloo both of those guys turned him down one way or the other and we wound up with willie green but how does that excuse stan van gundy well maybe willie green wasn't ready his his, his star hadn't really jumped out there and shot across the sky like it did with that son's finals run so you never know who you could have wound up with instead of stan van gundy but at least he cut bait from that mistake. They would have to give him credit, even though it still cost them. That buyout still going to cost you some money. You got to say, eventually, the coaching decision has been made right. We have the right guy in place. Willie Green has done everything possible. He did it in summer league. He showed how he brought everybody together. He was both letting people jump in and take, take bigger parts of in their roles. He was letting coaches come off point and let them run the the huddles and then 30 seconds later he comes in with his direct messaging and that communication has been key and that's why this team is still fighting for him I think is because the communication between Willie Green and the players it's honest they know they're short-handed they know Zion's gonna be not coming back for another couple weeks they know it's gonna be tough but they know with Willie Green in there preaching to them every day they they know they're gonna be in this fight together, and at the other end, it, it it's like that B high Bun B podcast, and they explain it's not if you out there fighting every night, you are gonna take some L's. If you out in the streets throwing throwing hands, you are gonna take some L's. It's about how you take it. 
And this team's taking it well, all except for that one game where they got five techs in the first. I mean, the national anthem wasn't over, and they already had technical fouls, it seemed. But in this review, the coaching is right. And before we move on to the players, let me tell you a little bit about DraftKings Sportsbook. The NHL season is underway. NFL, NBA, we're really into the thick of the winter sporting season. At DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. And if that's not your thing, they got some other promos that you can jump in. But if you bet just $1 on an NHL game, you can win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's right. As long as it ain't a 0-0, draw, tie, whatever they call it in hockey, hockey stick puck, $1 bet, you win $100. Doesn't even matter how it goes in. Could be a team scored on yourself. It does not matter. As long as there's a one and it's not two goose eggs, you win in 100 bucks. If the sports book is not available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. They got basketball, football, UFC, you name it, they got it. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at a million of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal this week. One puck in the net nets you with one big promotion, $100. Just use promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But let's get back to the players in this roster. Look, the Pelicans, they took a gamble way back in the day on DeMarcus Cousins. If he doesn't chase that free throw, I think we still have a dynasty here with him, AD, and Drew running the league. I always believe that, and since it's a history, you can't ever tell me what would have happened or not. I'm going to always believe that. Boogie doesn't chase that free throw. Those Pelicans with Boogie, AD, and Drew would have won a second-round series eventually. I, I just believe it. But you had to take a chance, especially when he 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 hurt himself. Yeah, you got to let him go. AD wants out. He's making his trade demands. He's wearing them T-shirts to say, that's all, folks. And you, you take your gambles on the center position. Yeah, we brought in Adams, but now we got Giannis Valanciunas. We've got him for three years, 45, 50, 50 millions. And, and we've got the center position locked down as far as starting centers. I think behind him, yeah, Jackson... Jackson may not be the key. He may be too small, too light. He's going to have to move out to the four. He may not be ready for the five or the four as the second man off the bench. Willie Hernan Gomez might have to be that man until we find or draft somebody that can come in and play a center and give Valanchuna some rest some days. But with that ghost of DeMarcus Cousins, the abandonment of Anthony Davis, the, you know, Adams wasn't not, he wasn't not bad, but he wasn't not great neither. So we had to move on. The money wasn't right. We found the replacement, Giannis, that's just perfect. I don't think we could find something better unless you went out and got like a Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, and that's double the money. That's double the usage rate. That's that's really just playing with the dynamics of this team. And if we're growing up young with Zion and B.I. as the leads, 
the center position, the starting center position, is sorted and settled for the next this year, next year, the year after that, next three years. We set. Just let Vonos Valanciunas run this. Moving down, power forward. He may play point Zion, but he's still going to basically be the power forward because Zion's going to have to get down on the low block. He's going to have to bang with some bodies because he's got the body to bang. And let's talk about that for a second because they had that article out. I forget her name. I'm so sorry. Uh, and I'm doing this away from the house. But there was an article about fat shaming and Zion. And yet there's sort of a, 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 not say a fine line there, a gray area. Because, you know, there's, they're athletes. And it depends on if they, you know, you're placing it on them to actually care. And, and But we don't know if the problems with his weight is of his own doing or something else. And I think that's what the article was touching on. And let's let's be honest here. If you're the sort of person just making endless fat jokes about Zion, you're probably not someone with like the firm ethical boundaries to direct those insults towards people in a good way, in any way that's kind of got some taste to it. Uh, there are people who are legally required to perform certain things for the job, you know, astronauts and whatnot, and you've got to hold them to certain manageable expectations and challenges. And you could see them as maybe overweight I know this is big in the modeling career fashion weeks that sort of stuff but you get into the domain where it's not really nuanced takes if you're just being hateful to be hateful even if you don't know or agree that you're being hateful you're really not welcome in the conversation and we don't know if Zion's problem is that he doesn't care which I think would be you know quite frankly a bullshit take from anybody to say that Zion doesn't care you've seen him out there he's doing the work you hear from when horse he's doing sweat equity. We see him before and after games, you know, doing workouts up in the press box. And that that that's where you, you gotta say it if his problem, if it's a seriously having problems, trouble and trouble managing his weight, and it's a result of say maybe a mental health related issue and stress eating, for example, being very common, a physical issue, something where, you know, the team's admitted he gains weight pretty easily. And, you know, he can lift weights for a week and gain eight pounds. It could be something just they had a few days off, had a couple of days flying. And to no fault of his own, eating right, doing everything he can, just not being able to be active, then he then he gains a little bit of weight. That's where the team will have to come in and give him some support. A therapist, perhaps, if it's a mental thing, if it's, if it's you know, getting trust outside of his comfort zone and his small group of friends, family, you know, that, that, gets the reputation of kind of sheltering and keeping Zion, you know, secluded and away from some of the problems. Maybe that's where a therapist would help link those two camps. And then maybe it's just the nutritionist, again, learning more and more about his body still growing, the metabolism still getting there. His family's, his mom's come out and said she cut out bacon and a bunch of sauces and stuff that's more sticking to salmon. The team has changed up some of their protocols for the health and diet and the buffet that they've got in the team's room. All that is still a learning process. So, We'll reserve judgment on his weight until we see him actually out there trying to play the game. We'll see if he's overweight and it's hurting his cardio, if he's just, you know, a growing boy that's still barely 20, 21 years old getting there. He ain't putting on no beer belly. This is just a, just somebody that's going to have to deal with this. And if he does learn to manage it and stay on the court, the rest of the league can watch out because that's when he'll be really dangerous. Behind them, though, it's question marks just like Center and Giannis. Jackson may not ever pan out. We're just going to have to start admitting that going into his third year. Garrett Temple, you know, he's a 12-, 13-year veteran, but he's not going to be a long-term answer. He might not be a short-term answer if you've been watching the games. Even filling in 
he's starting now. He's not ready or not ready. He's just not capable of handling starter minutes for a playoff team. Maybe he can bump back and just play the 10 to 20 minute range, depending on the night, filling in some spots. You got Josh Hart who can fill in at the four. You know, he's going to be out, out gun, but hey, he, he guarded KD pretty well when Brooklyn came to town. You know, uh, I think Josh can do that job. We ask him to do that job so much that it, it makes him look bad some nights. And then that's where you get some of that discourse and com- the commentary around should we re-sign him? Is that too much? Mid-level exception nonsense. Where if you really put Josh in a position to succeed, he's going to succeed and excel against in the spots he's supposed to. He's never supposed to exceed and excel. Uh, succeed and excel. Y'all know what I'm saying there. When he's going up against a Harden or a KD, you just got to try and hold hold you hold your ground. And that's where Herb Jones might come in handy. But he's still a developing prospect. We can't throw him into into deep minutes and expect playoff results yet from him. Just because he hasn't proved it. He's shown that he's capable of it most nights. There's just some moments he still gets caught out. And and I, I love Herb Jones. But we're still going to have to give him... He's going to have to go through a few more growing pains before we can just give him, say, the four spot and let Zion run, run his point, Zion... And we forget about the point guard situation. Because we're getting there. We're getting there. Small forward, we got Josh. We got Najee. B.I. bumped up. Herb around there. Garrett. We we still need a, some other person on the wing. Trey Murphy, I could see him growing into the person opposite B.I. But he hasn't shown that yet. He's not even getting time right now. So that's where if Gentry's going in. Uh, Griffin's going in for a job review. You got to say your draft was looking great, but then they all started playing. They all needed to start contributing. And it's always fun to project talent and potential, but when it's time for them to show up and produce, you're gonna get you're gonna get a little bit harsher criticism. The grading comes harder. You know this ain't kindergarten. This is a different form of art project. You're gonna be graded differently. This is a different person buying it. This this is, this isn't college where you can be creative, turn in a project, and the teacher shows some sympathy for you. No, this is this is the professional level. This is millions of dollars at stake. This is people that wants that job from you. And they have to toll away in Europe right now. And if they ever get up from there, the G League, they, they got some dog in them. They coming for you. And so we got to find some of them dogs to go on the wings. I don't think we've settled that yet. If we, if we look at sorted positions, we got center settled. We got power forward settled. Giannis. Zion at the three, you can say Bi, but Bi might be better suited for the two. That's a conversation we've had, and all them names: Josh, Najee, Bi, Herb, Trey Murphy, DD. Like they can bounce around. Nikhil, Kyra might even bump into a Kyra, uh, combo guard, especially when Zion's running point. But I, I think we've got the 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 bigs figured out. We just we haven't replaced. Like say so in that case, Griffin can go in and say, "I replaced AD." The biggest the biggest job walking in was Anthony Davis demanding a trade. I replaced him. I, I it took a couple years, but we got Jonas Valanciunas. We also got Zion to replace AD as far as the star name on the marquee. So that's good. Drew, Lonzo. I mean, maybe maybe you could say Bi would be the replacement, so to speak, for Drew. Not a like for like, but. A, a star level fringe all-star type because Drew never really got that love 
B.I. got in once there was a replacement. He's going to be on the fringes. So Zion replaced A.D. B.I. replaces Drew. Giannis is the cherry on top. You still got to replace Lonzo because Temple and Sadoransky didn't do it. All these draft picks we've got nest egged away for the future years. We've got to do something with to bring in just one more lead guard. It's good. Devontae Graham's good. He's under. He's undersized. He might have to play off the ball a little more than usual the same way. But look, Kyle Lowry went from leading the team, stepping aside for Kawhi, then going to Miami and fitting in with Bam and Jimmy Buckets. We got to find one more piece without giving up any of our core pieces moving forward who are Valanchunas, Josh Hart, Zion, B.I. You keep those four. I wouldn't even mind trading Devontae Graham as long as he brought in a league guard. We had, we got to replace what Lonzo was giving us because Sadoransky and Temple ain't doing it. And if, if it costs a little bit that way, I'm fine with it. But I'd, I'd almost at this point rather give up Graham than Josh because we've got more flexibility with him going forward. We know what Graham would be. We know where he's going to be out on the salary cap. And we know he just ain't growing much more. Josh is still growing into a leadership role. He wanted to be here. And that, that would be my core for going forward. If the if the high-level execs called in Griffin and he had to give a job progress review, he could say, well, when I came in, we had one player who wanted to be here in Drew. We had a bunch of players like Kenrich Williams, Frank Jackson, and, and you know, Christian Wood wasn't, wasn't sorted and settled. Nobody knew he was going to be what he is now. He went and took that one, one player and Davis wanting out and created it where you got four players that can lead a playoff team. Most of them want to be here. Josh and B.I. have said they want to be here. Giannis re-upped. Zion, we're going to have to take him at his word, but that's the best we can do. So we got a core there. In that core, you don't have a guard that can get everybody else better shots. Graham hadn't proven that yet. He hadn't had a chance to do it because Zion's not there. But to wrap this up, we're coming up on the 20-minute mark. We're getting into halftime, 24 minutes, a half hour. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want to get this out so y'all can listen to it before this game. We got to we gotta get that point guard. And we got to get some wins. It, 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 they're going to happen. They're going to come. The, the team will get healthier. B.I., maybe he needs to sit out and just get fully rested so he can come back and, and have everybody as much as together as possible, minus Zion, until, until, until whatever he comes back. But... With all these calls, I'll tell y'all now in the press box, I've only heard one mention of Griffin not making it to at least see 2022. I've only heard one person think that he would perhaps be ousted before the end of this season. A couple think, you know, depending on how it rolls out, if there's any more stories, how this team starts looking, you know, uh, I know Schmidt had mentioned you know, this team doesn't like to be looking embarrassed and, and egg on their face in Chris Connor spaces. You know, there's a couple that think he doesn't he didn't get to start. He doesn't make it to the draft. You know, he only gets three years on the job. But then most of us think, I, I would say on a, on a non-scientific straw poll, most of us, 75% of us, home and away media, broadcast team, whatever, most of us think that he'll get through the draft and get to start next year. The team will not give him a contract extension unless he makes the playoffs uh, next year. And I'm not talking 10, 9, 8 seed. I'm talking about a decent seed. And wins a series 
by his fifth year. If he's not, if he hasn't won at least four playoff games in the same series, won a series, got a few others by his fifth year. It, nice project. Appreciate you, Griffin. You lined us up with a core four, core three. You put a coach in place, but the rest of the roster building, you're just you, you're not cutting it. You're not. It's it's not getting cut out. We're gonna have to bring somebody else in or elevate Trajan and Swin up and see if they could build this roster around Giannis, Zion, Bi. That that you know that's just that's the nature of the game, and I think the both sides would agree that that is the most logical conclusion and the best way of going about it. Cutting bait with Griffin now would cost the team a lot of money. You know, just in, in guarantee, you know, he signed a five-year deal. You got to pay that out like the coaches. Benson don't want to have all that dead money on the books, even if it doesn't count towards a salary cap or a luxury tax. That's that's just bad business. It, it's good business to let him keep giving him a chance. There's only so much he could do wrong at this point. Let him, let him see how he plays this out. He's halfway through, and let's see the next 18 months. At the end of 18 months, if we haven't won a playoff series, maybe you cut bait that last year. Maybe you let him get into the season and you cut bait before the trades start happening and you give that to Trajan and Swin or somebody else as an interim. Or, or maybe you even wait that out. Depending on how the team's doing, you just start making all those moves the next summer with a clean slate. But I don't see a big move happening before New Year's. I don't see one happening before this year's out. But I do see there being a very hard, critical, skeptical review of David Griffith's job performance going into next year, going into this draft. The executives above him will see and go and look and determine, do we really want him running another draft? You've had three. Do you give a man four drafts? College coaches get, you know, three recruiting classes. What what will a GM, executive vice president like Griffin get in a small market like New Orleans, trying to get this New Orleans Pelicans team to the playoffs. It'll be interesting to watch, be interesting to see. Hope to see y'all out at the Smoothie King Center. If you haven't done so, go over to wherever you listen to this podcast. Throw us a five-star review. And, hey, if you see me out at the arena, usually I'm going to be wearing a music movies and hoops or a Protect the Nest shirt. Catch me. I'm always handing out little goodies. Sometimes it's a Zion rookie card. Other times it's Kyra Lewis, Herb Jones. Just a little bit here and there and wherever. So, Y'all protecting us. Y'all have a good Thanksgiving. Check out the Basketball Podcast Network for all your team needs. If you want to check out other teams, go to DraftKings. Use the promo code TBPN. Hook us up. I'm going to keep hooking y'all up with podcasts. Again, thank y'all so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Protect your nest.